0: Hi there, I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen, as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. I'm glad to have you back with us again. And yesterday we began this story of God and Cain with an introduction. Let's continue that now. We were talking about the first book of the Bible, Genesis, being full of stories. Who does not love a good story? This makes Genesis one of the most popular of the 66 books of the Bible. God tells us many great stories. I like what Augustine of Hippo, the theologian and philosopher, said, quote, The holy scriptures are our letters from home. Home is heaven, right? For Christians, our citizenship is in heaven, and God, who reigns in the heavens, has written to us this letter called the Holy Bible. The Holy Scriptures are our letters from home. And as we read them, the text comes alive in our minds and in our hearts and hopefully manifests itself in obedience through our mouths, hands, and feet. The stories that we will be reading together have direct application to our lives, even though they were written centuries ago, then preserved for our instruction. Bible stories are very unique. They are different from literally all other stories we have heard, we know, and we like to retell. And that is because these are God's stories. It is God who inspired Moses to write what we read in Genesis. I believe Moses wrote this book, who is the author of Genesis, my answer is the man Moses. And let's say you agree with me. It is certainly orthodox, the usual conviction of Christian people, that Moses wrote Genesis. Evidence from within the Bible says he did. Throughout the rest of the Old Testament, we read about the book of the law of Moses, or the book of Moses, And the law are the books of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Who is the author? Moses is. And in the New Testament, we have further evidence. In Mark chapter 12, Jesus asks the Sadducees, Have you not read in the book of Moses? And in Luke chapter 24 and verse 44, Jesus, in his resurrection body, says this to the disciples, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Jesus certainly accepted and believed that Moses wrote Genesis, as well as the next four books of the Bible. In John chapter 5, verse 46, Jesus said, For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. I love that. Moses wrote about Jesus. That's true. Read Genesis, friends, and we will find Jesus in Genesis. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 15, Paul wrote, But to this day whenever Moses is read. The Apostle Paul believed Moses wrote much of the Old Testament. This question can be asked, when and how? When did Moses write Genesis? I believe, and again I am in good company on this, Moses wrote after the Exodus, so 1,445 B.C., but obviously before his own death, 1,405 B.C. Genesis was written somewhere in between these two dates, 1,445 and 1,405. But that is when. What about how? The events that took place in Genesis ended three centuries. That's 300 years before Moses was even born. So how could Moses write about something he did not personally witness? Well, that's a fair question. To begin with, Moses was certainly well qualified to write. Listen for a moment to the New Testament book of Acts, chapter 7 and verse 22. Acts 7.22 says, Moses was educated in all the learning of the Egyptians, and he was a man of power in words And deeds. If you will read Exodus chapters 1 through 6, which contains a biography of Moses, you will definitely agree with this verse. Moses was taught to read and to write, and God used that. Moses was competent in writing, and he did write everything that we will read about the life of Cain here in Genesis 4. And God wrote Genesis. This is important, so stick with me. How are the stories within the Bible different from all other stories? The Bible stories are God's stories. And here we need to talk about how God inspired Moses to write. Oh, the inspiration of the Bible. Now, this is a big topic. Indeed it is. But I'm going to deal with this only briefly. I want to get going in Genesis 4 and the life of Cain, and we will. But as we do that, I am demonstrating for you that Cain's story is true. It actually happened. It is non-fiction. Moses accurately describes for us what happened between Cain, Abel, Adam, and Eve, the characters we will look at. How did Moses write this? As I have said, he was competent to write. And now second, God inspired him to write. That is, even though the events of Genesis ended 300 years before Moses was born, God revealed to Moses exactly what happened in the centuries from the beginning of the creation. God gave Moses direct revelation on these events. The Lord told Moses what to write, and this is in keeping with the way God works. Take the Old Testament prophets, for example. God spoke about future events to Isaiah and Jeremiah? Well, if God spoke accurately about the future to them, why could not God speak accurately about the past to Moses? He did. What is this divine process of inspiration? When we say the Bible is inspired, what do we mean? I believe as we sit down and read and learn Genesis 4, we read the inspired word of God. How so? Let me borrow a definition of inspiration from theologian Benjamin B. Warfield. We know him as B.B. Warfield. In his 1948 book, The Inspiration and Authority of the Bible, he writes this, quote, Inspiration is defined as a supernatural influence exerted on the sacred writers by the Spirit of God, by virtue of which their writings are given divine trustworthiness. That's a very good definition of inspiration. Inspiration is defined as a supernatural influence exerted on the sacred writers by the Spirit of God by virtue of which their writings are given divine trustworthiness. Or you may prefer this one from our old friend Edward J. Young in his 1957 book, Thy Word is Truth. Young writes, quote, "...inspiration is a superintendence of God the Holy Spirit over the writers of Scripture." As a result of which, these scriptures possess divine authority and trustworthiness, and possessing such divine authority and trustworthiness are free from error. Now, you might be thinking, uh, this is a bit too technical there, Swallow. All right, let's look at the elements that make up each definition. We've got God. God, through the Holy Spirit, influences the human authors, like Moses, such that God ensured the accuracy of what Moses wrote down. God inspired Moses. Moses wrote, and God checked his work. A second element is that the human authors of the Bible wrote according to their own individual styles and personalities. Moses was not a robot pre-programmed by the Lord. No. The style and personality of Moses comes out in his writing, as it does with, say, Luke, or Paul, or John. Third, the result of this divine human partnership is that God's truth is without error. There are no errors in the original manuscripts of the Bible. None. Zero. It is completely incompatible to put God and error together. The Bible says God is truth, Romans 3 verse 4. The Bible says the scriptures were breathed out by God, 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. And so as Charles Ryrie put it, the scriptures are true since they came from the breath of God, who is true. The scriptures are true, since they came from the breath of God, who is true. Inspired refers to the words used by the writers like Moses. And here's the main point that I hope, whatever you take away from our time together today, I hope you'll get this. Cain's story is a true story. What we will read about and discuss from Genesis 4 verses 1 through 16 actually happened in the exact way Moses, inspired by God, says it happened. And of course, this is also true of all of Genesis and all of the Bible. I hope that you too believe the Bible is God's inspired word to us. Friends, God is really the storyteller. As Peter said in 2 Peter 2:21, 2, men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. Yes, Moses moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. And tomorrow, we will dive into what he told us about this man named Cain. So join us again tomorrow for God Is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at Ministry.org. That's Mark at Ministry.org. Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.